Hey, this is Bill Mosley. I'm Chop Top, I'm Otis, I'm Luigi Largo, and Johnny from Night of the Living Dead, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. Squad podcast tonight. We're talking about 2020's host, which is currently streaming on Shutter, a Shutter exclusive. Um, myself, Todd. We have Sam, Joe, and Steve. And yeah, what's up, guys? Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. So, Sam, Joe, tell us about your adventure. Sam, take it away. <laughs> well, um, we actually just got back like an hour ago from Egg Harbor Township. Yeah, that that sounds right. Okay, I kept getting it wrong. Um, I had the opportunity to go to uh, Spirit Halloween, their flagship store. Today was their grand opening, and they reached out to me to do a little sponsorship. Um, So I was able to go an hour early just to get, like, a tour inside and to look at all the new products that they were coming out with and um i even got to go like in the very back it's like a huge warehouse in the back of the store and normally they shoot like all of the videos and photos on location but since this year um covid obviously they had to do a whole setup in the studio and they showed me the photo setup where they shot they did all the product shots this year so it was like a creepy looking house. I mean, it literally looked like Michael's house. It was really cool. Um, so yeah, they, and they just were really nice and I was just really grateful for the opportunity and thankful for Joe helping me out getting up there and taking some B roll footage Mm because I'm going to do a video as well. And, um, if you follow me on Instagram, it's at Halloween Happy. I posted a bunch of stories. I'm still not done posting all of them, but I'll save it for like my permanent stories so you can check it out. And I'm just really excited. I'm just really proud of myself. <laughs> yes. She's being modest because <laughs> when we got there, I like thought there were going to be like other like quote unquote influencers or whatever you want to call them. But literally, it was just Sam. Like, they were the only one she invited. We were the only ones in that store for that hour and a half before they opened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was Pretty a big deal. Cool. I'm, I'm yeah, jealous. Yeah. That was really cool behind the sh- scenes shots. And, um, yeah. no, I'm super, like, interested in the how they shoot the, like, the little mini movie things they always make for, like, the little, I guess, trailers, you would call it. Yeah. yeah. And they had, like, a, they had, like, a, like, a whole set in there. That's pretty badass, man. Yep, it's just like, a, I'll have to send, yeah, you, the send you the pictures in the yeah. chat. It's yeah. really cool. Um, so. And I like got up there. I was like, can I walk on this? And they were like, yeah, like it's real. You're not going to break anything. And then mm-hmm. I was like, can I get on the porch? And they were like, yeah. 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 The only strict thing about that was they were like, you can't like film anything. like, Or you can't take pictures of like anything besides like the house. So we had to like make sure we were like zoomed in on the house. Yeah. So they couldn't see like the background stuff. Or they had like all like new like sneak peek stuff. No, not really. Just like cameras and just kind of like the uh, studio, I guess. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to eliminate the movie magic, you know, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was really cool. And it was some really cool stuff this year, mm-hmm. especially. Uh, I think the coolest thing was like they have this new Michael Myers like light up thing where like he has like a pumpkin like 
he's sticking like his knife in the pumpkin. Bust. Yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. Um, you'll see it, I'm sure, once you go into your spirits. Mm-hmm. But that was definitely the coolest, I think, new thing. And also, the, another awesome thing I thought that was new is a like a big Beetlejuice sign. Like, um, it's like a light up sign. With it's like, like the I I call it like the Vegas sign kind of. Yeah. That's what it reminds mm-hmm. me. It of. was like yeah, like it, I think it was above like above like the grave um site it's like yeah that marquee sign with like lights up and stuff it's really really cool and we got to see well one thing that did bum me out is they did not have uh krampus set up the new krampus animatronic we saw the big box for it um but unfortunately it wasn't set up so i still am excited to see like what that thing looks like in person out of the box yeah badass are they um still like opening the same amount of stores i think for this year i'm not sure they didn't really mention anything like that but Mm, yeah, I guess so. I'm assuming so. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. weren't like too worried about anything with COVID, so. Yeah, they had like hand sanitize a couple of hand sanitizing stations, and we um once the doors like actually opened, we filmed like the people coming in and like the line and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There were like there was some like pe- there was like a line to get in. People like there were some hardcore people out there like waiting yeah. to get in. So yeah, cool. they're, they're the spirit super fans. Yeah, and it was crazy. Like people like jumped in and like we're like grabbing the big animatronic boxes and like running to shit and stuff yeah i felt like it was christmas yeah. day it was yeah. insane mm-hmm. yeah i'll wait for the like day after to get those 75 percent off ones <laughs> yeah right yeah. right um is that store open year-round or is that still seasonal if even if it's by like no, the... it's still seasonal yeah oh that'd be cool if it was open year-round I think they just like keep it like yeah. yeah. That's they, like that's the store where they set up their like planograms and they design mm-hmm. each and how it's gonna look and how they want it to be merchandised. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And we went to the we didn't like really go in, but we saw the head like their uh like, like the office world headquarters, I guess you can call it. Yeah, which is like right, right down the street from their other thing. The lady was said she'd give us a tour, but she said there's really nothing to see in there. Yeah, so. I was like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But I was really nervous because uh, the hotel that we stayed at, the electricity was out when we woke up, and I was like, oh no. Yeah, huh. but luckily it came back on. Yeah, yeah it was a nasty later, like nasty right before we left. Yeah. yeah. Well, good it job, Sam. Thanks, guys. That's exciting. Very exciting. So go to your local spirit Halloween. Yes, they're starting to now for sure. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if Halloween's happening this year, but still gotta buy some stuff. Like a lot of, they had more like horror stuff. It was really yeah, cool. Yeah, they had a ton of horror stuff. They had awesome. Uh, they had an awesome shining blanket too. I wanted. Yeah. It had like the Grady twins on it. They have a lot of Hocus Pocus stuff, a lot of Beetlejuice, a lot of Friday the 13th, yeah. Freddy, Chucky. Uh, Pennywise, Chucky, yeah. Sam oh, yeah. from Trick or Treat. Yeah, they had a new Pennywise ceramic, too, this year, like, um, that lights up, too, like the Michael one, which is pretty cool as well. So, And they, I got a uh, Chucky knife, uh, a voodoo knife, that's a lot smaller than the one Trick or Treat Studios made, so I'm going to uh, attach that to the Trick or Treat doll I bought. So, yeah, that's cool, too. You didn't, you didn't buy the blanket for Shining? I didn't. I should have, but, like, I'm, like, we have so many, like, horror and spooky blankets already. I'm, like, it's just going to get added to the pile, and I'll never, like, um, probably... Oh, you mean I have so many spooky Yeah, blankets. right, right. I only have a few, but... <laughs> two. Two? Yeah, all right. I, two, yeah. <laughs> two you bought, and you bought me both. But... <laughs> I only have two as well. I'm taking them back. What, what two blankets do you have, Todd? I have the Halloween VHS 
cover thing. And then I have a Dawn of the Dead that Eric S. gave me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shout Steve, out to Eric. Shout out to Eric. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a uh, haunted mansion, like uh, the the print thing as a blanket in my room, and I have a couple. I have one that's like all the horror legends kind of put together in a blanket. So, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of like Halloween not being a thing possibly this year, I heard you say that, Todd. Is mm-hmm. like in here in Salem, they just announced um, a couple days ago that like they're canceling like all of their major events like the the parade that kicks off everything on october 1st that got canceled um the great pumpkin walk which is like another big thing the pet parade the pet parade um beer gardens yeah beer gardens that they usually do like on halloween night and the uh, big vendor street market that they do every single weekend in october that's also got canceled so yeah yeah it sucks but But you should definitely check out um haunted happenings because my work is doing like a haunted happenings virtual market with uh destination salem and main streets and stuff like that so is that on instagram or a website or both uh both i'll look it up right now haunted happenings yeah but i guess they i guess they are still planning they're like we can't keep people from coming here on halloween so they're expecting crowds they just don't know like what they're gonna do to like try to contain it or control it so that should be interesting we'll 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 keep you updated because i'm sure we'll probably be out there on halloween night so let you guys know how it goes yeah i'm disappointed i was looking forward to seeing a lot of exotic joe costumes this year Uh, Might see oh. some like online, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Some Zoom meetings. You'd make a good Joe Exotic. I can see it. I would. <laughs> yeah. I could see it. That's see funny. It. I could see that mullet. I could see that mullet looking. Crazy. I had a mullet when I was five. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, I don't know what my parents were thinking, but yeah, I had a freaking mullet. That's awesome. adorable. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. Do we have yeah. any? Anything's in the email there? Yeah, we got some uh, social media questions. You can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or send us an email, the Horror Squad Podcast at gmail.com. This segment this week is going to be split in two because we have just as many host questions as we do regular ones. So we'll ask the regular ones now and the other ones after we review the host because a lot of them talk about the movie. Uh, The first one comes to us from Mandy. She says, thank you very much for the kind words last week. I actually got engaged. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, wow. So she she was last yeah. week. She was on vacation. So she got engaged while she was on vacation. Sweet. That's so, exciting. Is Good she going to have a spooky wedding? We'll have, we'll have to uh, write in yeah. and let us know. And actually, Welcome. probably. <laughs> yeah. From Welcome to hell. Home, probably. <laughs> uh, but that, that, that actually leads to her first question. Uh, if you had to do a horror-themed proposal... What would you do? I don't, I don't think Joe should go because I don't want him to give away his plan. Oh. When he proposes to me. Never proposing to me. <laughs> so stop commenting on my social media. It's depressing. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, this got awkward. Just keeping it real. <laughs> Creeping it real, people. Um, I don't know. Sam, what would you do? I don't know. <laughs> Can I make a guess for Steve, even though he's already married? I did. <laughs> sure, almost 10 years now, but yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Well, why do you got to fucking steal my thunder, Joe? <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, it'd be like Haunted Mansion. When you get to the mirror section, when the ghosts are there, she looks in the mirror. Steve's got his ring out. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that'd be good for sure. Uh, but actually, you know, Haunted Mansion is already like a bride theme. So that would be more like the wedding. Um as far as a proposal go, I'd, I'd go like kind of old school. You know when people like set up lights leading up to kind of a pergola where, you know, you do it. I, instead of lights, it'd be little pumpkins, kind of like trick-or-treat, I guess, uh, theme with just, uh, you know, jack-o'-lanterns lining the walkway and then just a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns and stuff at, uh, you know, where you're going to do the proposal. So I think that's what I would do now. Sure. That's romantic, Steve. Well, to make it even more awkward for Joe, I actually <laughs> did have a spooky proposal, but oh. obviously I'm not oh. in that relationship anymore. Go on. Can you see? Yeah, it was at like one of our annual Halloween parties, and there were pumpkins lit up, and then like the proposal was carved in the pumpkins. It was really sweet. Sorry. This was to you. Please. I already know. I already, <laughs> I already know, knew this because you showed it in one of your old videos. So yeah, I... it was like the best. It was like the perfect Halloween spooky proposal for a spooky girl. Wow, what's his name? <laughs> Todd. Todd. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Guess he. Uh, never mind. That's X-rated. I won't say that. Um. Well, good guy. That guy. Not good enough, obviously, though. Well, because you came and swept her off her what feet. Do you know? What do I know? What do you know? Maybe, about? you know what? Maybe you're the other guy, Joe. <laughs> Maybe she's married and you're the, the, side, <laughs> the, side, the side piece. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Take, <laughs> I'll take it. Play that role. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't. She is on her phone a lot, like making weird calls. So. That's just. That's just, I'm just kidding. That's just to me. Obviously. Clearly. As soon as you have your third beer, who do you think she's texting? <laughs> <laughs> I like. Uh, I'll steal Steve's because I think that actually sounds pretty nice. So. Yeah. That's a good one. That does sound. Any, anything. It's like a spooky like vow renewal. Me? Yeah. Well, yeah, she's stuff. not in the horror, so. Well, what about she... just like a romantic? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I've been married for like 12 years now. The romance is. Stop! You gotta yeah. keep it. You gotta it's gone. She's shitting on the toilet and you're shaving in the I'm same so... room. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what my friends. My best friend's, uh, one of my best friend's fathers told us that. He said, you know the romance is gone when she's shitting while you're shaving. I will never take a shit in front of my partner. You say that. And now. I don't, my partner better not be taking a shit in front of me either. Never, like, give a Dutch oven or anything? I don't even know what that is. That's when you oh fart. Oh, my God. Like, the covers oh, over no. your head. <laughs> me and Sam are pretty good about that. We don't do, like, gross habits in front of each other. Yeah. You guys don't um, fart in front of each other? No. no, I don't. I don't believe that. I no. mean, not like we're not like. Oh, like I'm gonna fart. Yeah, not like an intentional one or something. I, man, I do it all damn time. Steve, because they're not married yet. Steve, yeah. Steve literally probably just tilts it on the side of his chair to let one out. 
yeah, it becomes like a fucking I know, fart uh, battle shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> what? I'll give her like. I'll give I don't her. Think I could ever like have a fart competition with my partner. Nah, I I have an ongoing joke that they're like very tired of already, but I've been doing it for years. Where I'll be like, oh, f- what is that? And I'll be really quiet. And I'll fucking, <laughs> let's fucking fart, dude. <laughs> or I'll uh, if my daughter has a friend over, she's on Facetime with her friend or whatever. I'll be like, hey, are you taking a shit? <laughs> Shut up. Hilarious. She's going to middle school, so you can embarrass her super easily. So, are you gonna do that when she starts like talking to boys on the phone? Oh my! I don't even want to hear about that. <laughs> nah. What if like a engagement was you like had hired like people like, pretend like they were like invading your house and like they murder you? That's... But then like when and when she comes over to you, you have like the engagement ring like hanging off, the hanging knife. off the like the stab wound. Or that's something. awful. Don't, don't ever do that if you're listening. <laughs> that's why you're not married, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about the pumpkin carver though, Sam. We gotta get, get dive into this, dive into this offline. We're gonna have him as a guest next Poor, week, so which brings us to our next surprise, Tommy. Hey Tommy. I loved you, you bitch. <laughs> well, I gotta be a bitch. Uh, that's like the angry ex-boyfriend. I loved you, you bitch. Uh, all right, that went off on a tangent. Do we have any other? Yeah, from, <laughs> from a romantic proposal question to fucking Dutch oven. You, know? <laughs> you know how long Bar- it took me to carve that pumpkin, you bitch. <laughs> Um, all right. Her second question is, what movies do you recommend with the letter J? Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah, Jack Frost is a fun one. We mm-hmm. should re- did we re- have we reviewed that? I'm sure. No, we should do that so. for Christmas. You guys probably Christmas. did. I don't think we ever did. I think so. I don't, I don't um, believe. Junk. Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, junk. Japanese zombies. Oh, pretty cool. It's like um, they're like punk rock Asian dudes, and they like kill zombies. Ooh. Jaws. I already said that one. Todd. Of course. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, keep up. I'm trying. Jennifer's body. <laughs> Jennifer's body, Sam. Obviously. Jeepers creepers. I'm kidding. I know you said that one already. <laughs> <laughs> Jigsaw, which was a good return to form for the yeah, sausage. Yeah, actually, I like that yes. one. A lot of people, for some reason, shit on that one. But I really liked it. Yeah, so did I. That's all I um, see, really, in my J's there. Juon, the Grudge series. So. Oh, yeah. You come Jacob's Ladder. Mm, I guess yeah. you could. I guess you could. Yeah. It's more thriller, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not much. No, it's, a, it's not you one of the all, better ones. You guys said all the good ones, yeah. All right, uh, and our final question. What's your favorite film in the app video conference genre? Which is, I guess, what Ghost is. Mm. So, like, Ad, found Ad, footage, yeah. but, like, has to be, like, an online type thing? Right. Probably Unfriended, uh, Unfriended Dark Web. I really loved that one. Are there, give me some examples though, besides yeah, that's dark the web. Only one I can think of. I mean, unfriended, um, the first friended, unfriended dark web. Uh, wasn't um. Searching. It's not horror, but. It's oh yeah, searching mystery. was pretty good. Remember that one, Sam? We like saw that. that 
with the girl. Yeah, I liked yeah, that one. That one was pretty good. That one's more like thriller. But not, um, yeah, that was, yeah. Was, there, was one of any of the paranormal activities done like this? Or no? Not, not to my... The last ones. Yeah. I feel yeah. there's another one that I saw, but I just can't remember what it was. But, um, yeah, yeah, there's been like other ones I'm sure I've seen, but just uh, just going on front of dark web because that's my favorite of the ones I can think of. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> kind um, of. Yeah, mini spoiler, I guess. Doesn't mean I hated this one. <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on. So thank you, Mandy, and congratulations again. Next one yes. comes to us from TJ says, do you have a Letterbox account? And if so, what's your username? If you're unfamiliar, it's a movie rating app, and it's just to follow, fun to follow friends and see their thoughts and ratings on movies they've watched. Thanks. I do, uh, I, but I don't know if I ever update it. I, I don't, but you know what? I probably should get on there. That sounds you like fun. Should, yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know. Uh, maybe I'll make one this week, and I'll let you know next week. And I am on there, but I can't give you my username because oh. then Joe will know that I have secret oh, online boyfriends. Yeah, that's true. On Letterbox. Yep. Can yeah. I guess what it is? Halloween happy? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, I don't have. She one. has a secret persona. Tom, Tommy's lover. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Tommy as your ex, Tom almost fiance. Still trying to find her fans only account. <laughs> you ain't ever gonna find it. It's probably like. Halloween happy endings or something like that. I like that. Joe, that is it. <laughs> that is it. I knew it. Damn it. I have a Google and I'm Googling that shit now. I'll, I'll, I'd subscribe. You would subscribe to your own girlfriends? <laughs> I would, yeah. Like, yeah, just keep tabs on her. I'd be like making sure she... Keep she'd... tabs? Making sure all the dudes are tipping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like tipping extra to get the other guys to tip even harder. So she'd be like, you know, but then because we'd be, you know, we'd be sharing the money. So then, like, I would, the oh, money. hold on, hold no, on, like, I, I would get Relax. that. I would get that money back. back. But like, I tip like a thousand dollars, and you'd be like, oh, if someone tips two thousand, I'll paint my titties like jack o' lanterns or something like okay. that. Okay, this is getting out of control. <laughs> really going off the rails tonight. <laughs> back to the fourth, <laughs> the fart. This is we we were on the road for six hours today, guys. Sorry. Yeah, this is why we record when Joe has to go to work after. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, for me, I, I didn't have one until I saw the question this afternoon, and I opened one under Flipping the Nerd, so I started filling it up a little bit. I'll put some recommendations on there and stuff, I guess. Why not? It's fun. Uh, I'm Googling something. Only fans slash Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, Todd. I already sent you a PM. Oh! 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 Freebie. Tasty. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, TJ, for the question. Moving on to Brad. He says, what horror movies or non-horror movies need a home video released that haven't got one or need a better release? What's the question? What horror movies need a home video? Like a DVD or Blu-ray? Yeah. I'm assuming is that maybe like we're on VHS but never got like a DVD Blu-ray release? Or did and it's not a good transfer. How would you know? Just assume. I mean, you just gotta be an expert on this stuff. Well, that's not me. And I, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not good with that stuff because I'm just like not like a DVD Blu-ray. I feel like Todd would know that question. Collector, so. Yeah, Todd. This one, this is a Todd Steve question for sure. Yes, there, there's one on Amazon Prime called Blood Salvage. 
um, which I think everyone would like if they watched it. Um, it's like a TCM kind of thing, but I th- I'm pretty sure it's getting a Blu-ray release, but I think it's only on VHS currently, so that would be a good one. Blood Salvage. Um, I've heard you talk about that one before, actually. I've never yeah, really it seen was a what watched a while back. Yeah. That was pretty. And then uh, Arrow's putting out one called um, Darkness, like a very low-budget vampire movie that was only on tape for a while. Well, it had a DVD, but it's like a hundred something bucks. But Arrow's putting it out, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, and on my end, there's not much. Uh, there's a few things like Thinner. I don't think has uh, proper mm. Blu-ray release. Thinner. Um, the the Burbs doesn't have a proper Blu-ray release. That's so there are, shocking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there there are a few movies that you know I guess need to go from DVD to Blu-ray. But most of the ones that I've seen anyway have gone from VHS to at least DVD, so yeah. not, there's not much in terms of anything that like pops out anymore. There well, was for time. There's one that pops out in my head, and maybe it has gotten a Blu-ray or DVD release since like the last time I checked. But uh, Clown House is one that um, the freak directed. The one that uh, Victor Salva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's only on tape still. Yeah, I mean, I think probably. The reason why is probably because that's like, like, why he ended up getting arrested in the first place. Because like he molested the main kid from that movie. Um, but that, you know, say you know, obviously terrible circumstances. But that's actually a really good movie, and has some really creepy shit in it. Um, and I know I actually had the VHS at one time. I bought it off of eBay, um, and now it's worth like a fortune. <laughs> is it? Because I saw it at a con for like fifteen bucks. Oh, really? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's gone down, but I remember, like, when I sold it off, like, I made good money off it because, like, it was, like, rare. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, his other question is, with the Halloween Blu-ray box set that came out a, a few years ago and the upcoming Friday the 13th box set in October, what horror franchise needs a bigger set or a better box set? TCM, please. Do they have, like, does TCM have, like, a proper one at all? No, they don't have a proper one. No, I don't think so. They have really good special editions of every single one, so I don't know if that would need a, need one. Because Screen Factory has parts two and then uh, Next Generation. Mm. And then three has a Warner Brothers, like, exclusive Blu-ray. One has, like, the 40th anniversary that just came out. And I think, um, I mean, Texas Chainsaw has, like, a regular one, so I, I guess that one, but otherwise, I think you're set. Does Saw have one? Saw has a, like, yeah, but it's nothing, like, special. Nothing special, yeah. yeah it's just I'm a box assuming, with all of them in it. I'm assuming Hellraiser has one. Mm, they do. That's I've only a... seen a European version, though. Is there an American collection? There is. It's called, like, the Scarlet Box Set or something. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one, actually. Not too much. I've seen that one at a con. That one's, that's actually a really nice set. Yeah, Phantasm has a good one too. I mean, they don't, I don't like that those that series, but it comes with like that spear thing. Mm. That's pretty pricey what, now too. What about Evil Dead? Uh, no, it doesn't have a box set. But Screen Factory has Army of Darkness, and then this German company has um, Evil Dead One and Two on 4K, which are pretty good. Elm Street could use Elm Street has some box sets, but nothing like amazing that like has like a lot of great special features and stuff so they could use yeah, one too actually. that one's pretty bare bones too yeah yeah you would think they would hop all over that like friday 13th you and stuff. Would, 
Yeah, you would think. I'm sure it's coming. Yeah. I mean, I mean those are the money makers, so they'd be stupid mm-hmm. not to. Yeah, Child's Plays always has one, like every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Then Halloween I, has did, that big one. Yeah. Did you hear about the Halloween like steelbook that's coming out? this year i forget who's releasing it maybe target exclusive or something but looks pretty cool with all of them or just the first one no just the first one that's pretty cool yeah but it it looks cool uh anyone else have anything to pretty much mentioned all the big series yeah pretty much (laughs) puppet master i think puppet master has one though puppet master has one from yeah full moon put it puts it out well, wasn't there a thing where you you got uh, that pack if you registered for a year to their service? Right. I think right now, if you do Full Moon Direct, like Netflix version, you get it for free. Um, yeah. But if you wait till the February sale, it goes on sale for like 30 bucks plus some free shit, which is what I got it from. And then um, they have the Toulon box set, with, which is like a replica of his like chest that has a little blade in it and then the Blu-rays as well. Which is like expensive, but February it's half off. Awesome. Um, our last question for right now comes from PJ. He says, "Which horror movie character would you consider to be the worst host or hostess?" I'm going with Annie Wells for Misery. It always <laughs> comes back to Misery, Joe. Always. Yeah. Also, we should have you on our show to discuss her. Absolutely, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, that's a, a form, uh, also a Dorkening Podcast Network show, uh, Throwdown Thursday. So shout out to them. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so who's the worst host or hostess in horror? Probably the Sawyer family, Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm going with. I'm the Firefly uh, group. Yeah, they're, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're pretty bad too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jigsaw would be bad because if you complained like one time, he'd put oh, you in like a fucking puzzle. No kidding. Make you be grateful for whatever like, life you have. Man, it's hot outside, huh? He's like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Just yesterday afternoon, you complained that it was hot. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh. a million people across the world are burning <laughs> right under the sun without a roof over their head. It's your turn to burn and to see, was it really that hot yesterday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Okay. Wow. And your time starts now. Well, now you're bells on. <laughs> Speaking so of fun and hot, talk about a hottie. Tobin, Tobin Bell, Bell? Right? Yeah, he's handsome. Okay, he's a nice little grandpa. <laughs> uh, excuse you, he's a man. Well, grandpa or men? We watched Seinfeld. We watched. Uh, we were watching an episode of Seinfeld recently, and he was in. Was he? What was he doing? Yeah, he was like a store owner, like yeah. at, at like a bodega or something like that. <laughs> that was random. That was pretty funny. Yeah, and he's also in Goodfellas. A very brief scene. He plays a parole officer. Oh man, I gotta rewatch it. Yeah, it's literally like two seconds. Like Robert De Niro, he like calls Robert De Niro's name and like they shake hands and that's it. <laughs> hmm. That's pretty neat. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so do you have anything else to add, Todd? What was your answer, Steve? Did you have an answer? Yeah, the Firefly. Okay. <laughs> the Firefly the Firefly. Firefly. I like it. Uh, all right. Before we move on to our next segment, uh, one a friend of the show, Stephen DeRock, is uh, funding his very first uh, film. And it's he's got a bunch of things that you can buy. 
You could buy a signed poster that includes signature from Lynn Griffin, who you would know from Black Christmas. She's the uh, uh, the woman who gets the bag over her head uh, from Black in the original Black Christmas, and a bunch of other cool perks. And he recorded a little ad to give everyone in the horse squad a little bit of a discount. So here it is. Hey, Horror Squad listeners, my name's Stephen DeRock, and I'm the writer, director, and producer of an upcoming independent horror short film called The Rage. If you guys would like to follow us and support us, you guys can check us out on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our username is at The Rage Film. We are currently hosting a campaign, and we're selling perks such as digital copies, T-shirts, posters, and much more. If you guys would like to receive 15% off your order, simply use the discount code The Horror squad thank you for your support and enjoy the rest of the podcast very cool that's exciting stuff freaking movies are hard to make <laughs> yeah you wouldn't like think it was like i mean of course you would think it's hard to make but then like every single little thing you have to try to do and it still turns out bad you're like fuck <laughs> <laughs> all right tell would you ever do like a, i know you've done a bunch of short films which people can check out on your youtube channel Todd all things are <laughs> but um would you ever like be inclined to want to do like a feature film uh yeah of course i mean i, I haven't like a bunch of scripts but it's fucking hard man like the, the hardest thing i think steve can attest to this too is getting people that are as interested in it as you yeah and it's and to take it seriously instead of like because it like I've tried to do it with people where like, oh, let's just fucking shoot it. Like, no, you can't just fucking shoot it. You got to set up lights and stuff like that. And um, it takes fucking hours to make like a short film and you wouldn't think it would, even if like it turns out not as the way you liked it, but it takes hours and hours just to short, like shoot something small. So to shoot a feature would be fucking daunting. But yeah, I would love to. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I think like tonight's movie is kind of a good example of like what you can do mm-hmm. on like a nothing budget. So yeah definitely because i think my group right now is like four strong so like you run into the problem like okay we can only potentially have four characters and then you also have to have someone on the camera and then directing so like it's it's just difficult like that mm-hmm. but yeah that'd be fun yeah no, you're, you're totally right though it's like it's getting other people to work with you that's almost impossible and you end up having to do almost all of it yourself, and it's just, it's hard, man. It's just like, yeah. you know, like you, even host, like, you know, it, it's it's a good idea, and it's, yeah, it's a small budget, but it, it probably involves a lot of people, and yeah. it's just hard to find those people. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst part, is the people's, especially, like, if you happen to get everyone together, and then you have, like, a, one or two people that just, like, giggle, or, like, don't take it seriously and just like make things go so much longer because they're they're just like laughing through it. You know what I mean? They're like, gosh, damn it, that's the worst. Uh, what watched? Yes. What watched? See? Steven. All right, I'll start. I guess. <laughs> uh, so the first film we're going to talk about tonight is something that we said we would uh, watch and get get back to you uh, this week. And that's the movie that inspired Vivarium. And it's a short from 2011 called Foxes, which I watched over on Prime. Uh, Basically, the story is a couple that's having relationship issues in a cookie-cutter neighborhood. But in this one, as opposed to Vivarium, 
the grass is all like overgrown, almost like post-apocalypse like, but the rest is the same. It's all like one neighborhood where all the houses look the same and there's nobody else around in this neighborhood. Uh, the woman in the film, a photographer, is outside taking pictures of a fox, which then bites her and she becomes rabid and then becomes a fox. And uh, that's pretty much the story. I mean, it's a 15-minute film. Uh, I quite enjoyed it. It was a good short film. Uh, you know, I could see where Vivarium was kind of conceived from this idea, but it doesn't have a lot of the themes that Vivarium does. It's more like a first step rather than something that was really inspired to make Vivarium. But I mean, at 15 minutes, I urge you guys to check it out on Amazon Prime. So, Foxes. I totally, I totally forgot that anyone else watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. I know we all said we were going to watch it. I, I forgot to. Maybe I'll watch it. It's only 15 minutes. I'll probably, uh, I'll, I'll get to it for sure. All right. Uh, my first one is a 90s, uh, I guess, quote unquote, classic Ice Cream Man starring uh, Clint Howard, who's, you know, the less famous brother of Ron Howard. And it's uh, about a, I mean, like the title. Is an ice cream man that is like nuts, crazy, whatever you want to call him, that kidnaps kids, um, kills dogs, what have you, and puts them in his ice cream truck and like adds them to the ice cream supply and then sells them back to the people. Um, terrible acting, terrible, terrible acting. They have a kid that they wanted to be heavyset, um, but instead of he- casting a heavyset actor, they literally put a pillow under his shirt and it was really distracting. What? Yeah, it was super <laughs> weird. Um, so, like, he he had, like, you know, 4X shirt over a kid that was maybe, like, a size medium. And, it like, the, it just hanging off the kid. And he was skinny. Like, his face is super skinny. And then he just has this big belly. And it was a pillow. Like, I read about it. It was literally a pillow under his shirt. Like, they half-assed that pretty bad. Um, the cop characters are, like, just terrible. Um a lot of set pieces and scenes that are just laugh will be bad. However, uh, it's on Tubi for free, and I think you would have a good time watching it. It's also got a, like some really decent gore, especially when like he has dismembered bodies inside ice cream and then, like scoops it out and gives it to kids to eat, which is pretty good. And then he puts a severed head in an ice cream cone, which is awesome. So Ice Cream Man, Clint Howard on Tubi. You should give it a watch. Sam, do you have anything this week? Wait, do you remember that one What's movie up? I've always asked about Laura, with Clint? It. Is it Clint Howard? Clint Howard. And I like, I've described it so many times, and then finally someone. Ugh, I, I can't remember. remember what you're saying, but. And I was like, "What is the movie?" Was it Ice Cream Man? I don't think. No, it was like an episode of. Um, oh, that's right. Series. It was a Tales from the Crypt episode, I think. Was it Tales from the Crypt? Something. Yes, because we ended up watching it. I thought. And it's like, is it Clint Howard? Or the other guy. No, that looks it wasn't like Clint him. Howard. It was um. And it's God. like they're in a hotel. Brad, Dor- Brad Dorf played the brother, right? They were like brothers. They were like in a hotel, and I remember my mom used to watch it, and it like scared the shit out of me. And they were like in a hotel, and there was like this worm creature thing, and like someone was pregnant, and like there was like I don't. It was so weird. It remember. might have been no, a house. That's not that. what I was thinking of, but it's maybe it was. Okay, sure. anyway, sorry, guys. <laughs> Do you have anything? Well, it's not horror, but um, so the other day we were just watching. What's that show with Rob Deerdick? Oh, Deerdick? Ridiculousness. Deerdick? 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 
whatever. I think. Um, ridiculousness. And we were just cracking up or whatever because it was pretty funny. And I forgot how funny that show was. Um, and then we kept seeing commercials for the revenge prank with uh, Vinny and Polly from Jersey Shore. And Joe is a big fan of the Jersey Shore, although he won't tell you that. Um, so he was like, let's watch it. I was like, fine. If you have not watched it, like, it's insane how bad, not bad as in it sucks, but how serious these pranks are. Like, they pranked some wife thinking that her husband went skydiving and that the parachute didn't pull and he fell all the way to the ground and died. (laughs) There's another prank where the mom thinks that the daughter's about to die from going into labor that she didn't know she was about to have this baby. Like, they're serious pranks. Yeah. It's not just like got your nose and stole it. It's like, oh, your husband's dead. I hope you had a will for you and your children. <laughs> yep. Um, but that's all the horror things I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when we were driving in New Jersey, I saw uh, we went by Seaside Heights where they filmed Jersey Shore, and I was like, Sam, Seaside Heights is where they filmed Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a big show for me back in the. I, I oh, you really do back. like it. Oh, I loved it back in the... I was, like, obsessed with it back, like, when it first came out. I mean, it was probably, like, in high school. Like, was it high school or maybe college or something? Uh, I don't college. know. It was It was something... I don't know. It was a time. What can I say? <laughs> T-shirt time, right? Am I right, folks? Yes. <laughs> you, Jersey, you, you Jersey Shore fans will know that one. All right. My, <laughs> my uh, first one tonight is a 2020 release. Uh, a movie called The Other Lamb. Uh, this one is borderline horror, I guess. Um, probably more like drama slash thriller. Um, but it is about a uh, girl who is born into a cult. Um, it is an all-female cult led by this, um, led by a man who basically they live out in the woods and whatnot. And um, she's starting to come of age, you know, um, you know, becoming a young woman where the cult leader kind of starts taking uh, notice of her and a liking to her. And it's kind of like she's starting to realize like what she's become a part of and she starts questioning the beliefs of the cult and whatnot. And I'll leave it at that um, because I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, I will warn you, it is definitely a slow burn but I think the payoff is great. Um, there's definitely, there's great stuff. It is beautifully um, shot, um, really well acted. And currently it's, I think it's definitely close enough to put it in the horror category that it is currently in the top 10 of the year for me, horror wise. So I would definitely recommend it. It might not be for everyone, but I really enjoyed it. The Other Lamb. Cool. Um, my next one is one that I found also over on Tubi. And that's Ooga Booga from 2013. Uh, Ooga Booga follows the innocent African-American medical student who is brutally murdered by a dirty cop, but his soul is magically transferred into an action figure named Ooga Booga, with only his <laughs> tribal spear and old girlfriend to help. He, he takes to the streets and trailer parks to find the men that ended his once bright future. So that's the IMDb, because I didn't know how to fuck to <laughs> recap this movie. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is a, it's a full moon, uh, picture that was written and directed by Charles Band. And this is such a racist movie. <laughs> like it was almost hard, is like hard to watch how racist this movie is. Now, thankfully, uh, the racists in the film mostly get their due. 
Uh, they all get killed, but the kills weren't very satisfying for a movie this ridiculous. I think that uh, they should have gone with more over-the-top kills and maybe a little bit gorier. Um, and the Ooga Booga character, which I, I think most people maybe haven't seen the movie, but have probably seen this character like figure around in the horror like community. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a ridiculous film. Uh, one big complaint I have is that there's a scene where there's a cop that goes to visit an old lady and starts to hit on her to get information, and it lasts so fucking long. It's it was so odd. It made no sense whatsoever to have the scene run for so damn long. Uh, it's it's not a great film, but it's entertaining enough, and I'm glad I watched it, but not something I would ever revisit. So there you go. Okay. Hmm. I actually really like the premise of it, though. <laughs> yeah, you guys know what figure I'm talking about? It's like yeah, a, I just put it in the chat. Okay, perfect. Yeah. It sounds like the um, the little figure from like the anthology film with Karen Black. The little it, it, like it, 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 well, is it the same Black's thing? Too. Yeah. Okay. Is it the same like same um, figure? Or like uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, my next one is also on Tubi, because that's all we watch from now. And it's from Tubi from the year 2000, and it's called Spiders. Um, this one is an extremely low-budget movie, but it has great, great blood effects, where, like, one time a spider's coming out of this dude's mouth, and the spider's huge, so, like, stretches his mouth out. It's uh, done by Robert Kurtzman, who does a ton of, like, good effects. Um, but anyway, they're in space, and of course they have a spider up there for some reason doing an experiment, and then it breaks out, and then it crashes the spaceship, and then the spiders get out, and then the government's like, we gotta cover it up, so they kill everybody, but then the spider gets out again, and then it keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and then, you know, we have a, a group of people that try to save the day. Um, it, I mean, it's it's low budget, and it's very dumb, but it's a great, like, time. I watched it with my kids, and it was a good kid horror movie, even though it was bloody, um, we just had a good time watching it. So Spiders from 2000 on Tubi. It's a fun group group movie to watch. Tubi. Tubi. I think they just need a sponsor us at this point, considering all the publicity we keep giving them. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, my next one is a 2020 release as well. Um, this one we um, was a screener that was sent over to us. This movie is going to be releasing on August 21st, 2020, so you can keep an eye out for this one, I believe. So when I watched the uh, screener, uh, the Shudder um, emblem came up, so I'm assuming this one is going to be coming to Shudder on August 21st as well. Don't quote me on that, but keep an eye out for it. Uh, and it is called The Pale Door. Uh, the Pale Door is about... Um, this is a horror western, which you don't see a ton of those. Um, so I was definitely intrigued. Um, and this one is about um, basically uh, two brothers... Uh, who uh, you know, one is a bank robber and the other one's kind of the the good the good one and um, the bank robber one ends up uh, you know hiring his brother for lack of a better term to uh, help him with a job and the train uh, train robbery which ends up going awry um, the uh, bad brother ends up getting shot and uh, him and the rest of his gang, basically uh in order to save him take him to this um you know a village they stumble upon a village um that is 
uh, ends up being a brothel. Um, and what we find out is the women in this brothel are basically witches, um, which is actually from Salem. Uh, and uh, I'll leave it at that because I don't want to spoil anything. But I actually really enjoyed this one. I actually had a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's not perfect or anything like that. Uh, but I had I definitely had a good time with it. The practical effects are great in it. The witches look amazing. Um, and yeah, I this is one I, I definitely would recommend. All right. Uh, my final one today is not from Tubi uh, because I pay for all <laughs> these other damn services and I always watch Tubi. Uh, it's actually on Prime, and it's a film from France from 2018 called The Night Eats the World. Uh, in this story, uh, a guy, he wants he goes to his girlfriend's house who's having a party so he can get his mixtape back. And eventually, like, as the party's, like, winding down, uh, his girlfriend's like, yeah, just go get the mixtapes in my room. So he goes into the room, finds his mixtapes, and then just, like, sits down and falls asleep. Uh, he wakes up in the morning, and as he gets out of the room with his mixtapes, there's blood everywhere, and he is smack dab in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, the story follows this one guy who uh, is alone through the apocalypse, trying to figure out, you know, how to survive and what he does during his time in the apocalypse. He's alone for the majority of the movie. So it is a little bit slow at times, but it's very interesting to see the kind of things that he does within this zombie apocalypse. Uh, the zombies are super cool. Um, they're like kind of fast infected, kind of like they are in 28 Days Later. And it reminds me a lot of 28 Days Later if uh, Killian Murphy had kind of stayed alone as opposed to meeting up with other people. Um, so yeah, it's a very interesting film. If you like zombie films, I highly, highly recommend it. It's really well made, and it's also tragic in a lot of ways, and you'll see why when you watch the movie. I won't spoil it, but uh, overall, I highly recommend this one. The Night Eats the World. I like that one as well. Okay, um, my next one is an even lower budget movie uh, made for $200,000. I think it's a sci-fi picture original, but I'm not sure. And I watched it on Tubi. Tubi. And- it's Huber, and it's called Megaconda, uh, <laughs> about a terrible-looking giant CGI anaconda called Megaconda. And, um, yeah, it's another movie watched with kids. Have a good time watching it. It's terrible, but we had a lot of fun. And uh, it's about um, a small town where they're new construction in, like, the mountains or whatever, and they open up, like, a like an old hole, I guess, with a dormant snake. I don't know how that works. You know, a biological creature doesn't just go dormant, but whatever. And it comes out and starts eating everybody. Um, it's got some subplots that don't make sense for the for the budget of the movie. You got a cop with his son that's supposed to be 18. He looks like 45. And um, they're just going around and eventually they try to kill a snake. And it's it's just dumb. But if you're into, like, the really low-budget stuff and, like, don't mind terrible acting then I think you'd have a lot of fun with it. But this is another movie where you got to watch it with the group. I don't think you can sit through it by yourself. But Megaconda, and I guess there's like five of them, so maybe I'll check those out too. <laughs> uh, all right, my last one tonight. Uh, in honor of the late, great Wilfred Brimley, uh, I decided to give The Thing a rewatch. He died? I... Yes. When did he die? Uh, like last week. Oh, I'm correct man. on this, right? Did I go crazy? 
Yeah, no, he did. He died. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> and not, not a die either. I was like, wait, did I misread something? <laughs> yeah. Sucks. Um, so, yeah, in honor of him, I decided to rewatch The Thing. I hadn't watched it in a long time, but if you've never seen The Thing, I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, but uh, basically, it's about a, uh, a group uh, of scientists, I guess, are they? That yeah. uh, are doing like experiments in Antarctica. Uh, where basically this dog gets in that is basically like an alien life form that ends up taking over them pretty much one by one. And you don't know, like, who is infected and who isn't. Um, And, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Uh, This one, of course, directed by the great John Carpenter. And, honestly, I think this is John Carpenter's masterpiece. As much as I love Halloween, I think this is better than halloween i think it is john carpenter's best movie um there's just nothing bad about this movie i absolutely love it it's fantastic it was even better than i remembered um it is like the perfect winter movie too if you watch this like during the winter time like just the perfect like winter isolation movie um yeah and just a great score too and funny enough the score was actually voted uh was actually nominated for a razzie as like the worst score back when it came out but uh, it's just like a simple yet effective score uh, a fantastic cast um of people of course led by the amazing kurt russell and uh yeah i mean and some of the best practical effects that still hold up uh yeah the thing just a, a, an absolutely amazing movie so who do you think's the thing at the end mcready or childs oh childs for sure all right, racist. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> to do with that. I, just think, I know, I just I'm think kidding. I just think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I like how it just ends with you don't know and they're fucking dead anyway. I, I mean, yeah, yeah I think they're both, they're both dead anyway. At this yeah. point, they're not going to survive that, that cold. What, what do you think about the uh, remake prequel thing? You know what? I, uh, I only saw it once, and I remember not liking it that much, but honestly... I like was you know my brain I think was skewed at the time, and I, that's what I would like to revisit and see what I think of now. Yeah, me too. I only saw it in the theater and I don't really remember. Yeah. yeah. I know. I think people, from what I've heard, it seems like people are starting to come around on it a little more. Like mm. from what I've seen, like in horror groups and stuff. So, yeah, that could be an interesting one to maybe cover. Yeah. All right, anyone else got anything? Nope. Uh, getting a little tired, though, so I think I'm going to go fill up with some Deadly Grounds coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Ready, ready for trivia? Yes. Let's do some trivia, folks. Trivia. Oh, Sam, you're not ready for it? No, because this I have boring trivia questions. <laughs> yeah, I do too, honestly, tonight. Yeah, me too, because but, um, I had vampire questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, folks, uh, currently the scores are. Sam has 34 points. Mm-hmm. Joe with 39 points. 
That's 46 points. Go, Steve. <laughs> and in first place, the reigning champion. Mm. Mm. Todd. Oh. Todd, a.k.a. Oh. AKA Mr. Halloween Happy. <laughs> <laughs> With 55 points. <laughs> Love it. I'm fully wrecked right now. <laughs> How many points does Todd have? 55. What does Steve have? 46. Woo. <sighs> mm, it's tasty. <laughs> Come on, guys. We've got to beat Todd. Oh, wow. I'm just going to lay back. Bet you want to beat him. Enough. <laughs> 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 I'm no Tommy, but. <laughs> oh, my God. Steve's like. Mr. Pumpkin. I know. He's like, I'm sick of it. <laughs> So, so much for the sponsorship, jeez. Oh, God. Ready? Yep. Who's going first? I'll lead her off. All right. All right. In the Friday the 13th films, how many appearances does Tommy Jarvis make? Three. Two. Four. Joe is correct. Four, five, and six. And then, I knew it was correct, but I had to answer something after he said I know. Same here, Steve. <laughs> now, he does go in Never Hike Alone, the fan film, but we didn't really count that one. No. Yeah, so, yeah. which is pretty good. A pretty good fan film. I bought it on Blu-ray from the, from the director, actually, to Con. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I believe it's available on YouTube to it watch. It is. For yeah. mm-hmm. All right, I'll, I'll go. All right. I'll, Mm. All righty. <laughs> In 2007's The Orphanage, what does Simon require daily to survive? Well, I haven't seen that movie forever. That's a good one, though. I don't even know if Steven taught it. Uh, uh, I have insulin. Insulin? No? I mean, <laughs> it is medication, so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that just the answer? Medication? Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, what kind uh, of medication? Medication. <laughs> medica- awesome. Insulin medication. Boom. It's, it's, good, it's good enough for me. <laughs> the only one that guessed went out on the limb. You Bitches. Guys sat on- <laughs> See, Sam, that's the difference between me and Joe. I go out on the limb for you. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do it every chance I get. I can do another one, guys. Yeah. I don't I, know. I'll take that point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on. I feel like that was not specific enough, but... Ever have to be specific enough? You guys are just giving up at this point, it sounds like. <laughs> I think so. Steven. All right. Steven will tell this me if the... I need to do another question. Or... No, it's fine. It's, uh, even though I mentioned two weeks ago I didn't see it, but I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You definitely make notes of that week on my phone. I'm sorry. Uh, you should. <laughs> um, all right. This is an easy one. Who plays Pazuzu in the original Exorcist? Um, Elaine Dietz. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't know who answered it first. I'll have to review, but it's, it's either Joe or Todd. Yeah, it's Todd, but... Okay. I'm giving us both a point until uh, <laughs> All right. back and so Joe got the point. Okay. You little <laughs> sack of shit. <laughs> All right. In Sinister, 
pink god Bagul is also referred to by what name? Crackhead. No. <laughs> Fuckface. <laughs> no. I feel like you asked this before. <laughs> I just don't remember. I may, may have. Oh. Oh, Mr. Boogie. I got. Damn it! Yeah. I was waiting for you to fucking guess wrong. Uh, Fuck. You got the point. Yeah, you asked that before. <laughs> Darn it. All right. This is. I want. I'm very specific about this one. All right. You have to say it in the person's voice, or you don't get the freaking point. <laughs> oh my god. All right. You have to say it in his accent. Uh oh. In the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, what's the little kid's name? Jedi. <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> oh, Jedi. He's so cute. He's a cute little fucker. He is. He bites Leatherface, man. He's a champ. He tries, you know? Unlike Steve and Joe on my last trivia question. Oh, All right. A, that's the difference, Sam. I try. Question number two. (laughs) They hate us. (laughs) All right. How many members does the criminal gang have in the last house on the left? Three. No. Four. Four. Joe got it. Darn it. What were the the Uh, four? I'll give you a point if you can name everyone, anyone. I can. Junior. Sadie. Junior Sadie. Ooh, you're missing like the easiest one. Uh, Krug. Oh, there it is. Fuck. Junior Sadie Krug and oh, I can't remember the fucking other kid's name. I can't remember the other kid's name. Call no, a lifeline. Call a lifeline. <laughs> go is go it, for it if someone wants to say the the fourth one. Is his name like Rad or something? Nope. No, where the fuck am I getting Rat from? You're kind of close, I guess. Weasel or some shit like that? Ding, 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 ding. Weasel. Oh. oh. It's Fred Weasel. Mm. It's Fred Weasel. Uh, actually, that was another great interview we did. Yeah. On a previous show, we interviewed uh, Junior um, Mark Scheffler. That was a great interview. Mm-hmm. That was a yeah. good one. Mm-hmm. That was an early one, too. Yeah, not super early. Do you guys remember the first interview you did? Yeah, it was... Um, Joe did it. It was that yeah, fucking guy from it Witch. Was Mark Corvin, the composer of The Witch. Joe was um, solo on that one. I was solo. I was actually at Sam's house. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo. I was at Sam's apartment Jason at the time. Ooh, Fun fact, it was a morning interview, and I was in my underwear... And, oh. he, and I didn't know, and he came on video, and, and I, had to, I had to quickly black out the thing. I was like, oh, no, we're just doing audio. Oh, my God. I remember you told yeah. me that. I was like, damn it, Joe, go figure yeah. how it happened. That was a pretty good interview, too, though, if you're a fan of The Witch. Joe was really nervous for that I one. was super nervous. It was our first interview ever, was and I was like, by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I actually right. got like, I actually like blanked out for a second. I'm like, oh, hold on, I got a call, and I was like freaking out. <laughs> <I remember. laughs> were, you just staring, were you just staring at him, Sam? No, what? Sam was sleeping because it was like oh. super early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might have been working. Yeah. No, it was like seven in the morning. It was. Yeah, because like he was, I forget where he was, but. All right. Are you guys ready? Yes. 
What was Pinhead's human name? Uh, this I think this was a trivia question we've had before too. Probably. <laughs> What'd you say, Derek? Todd, Todd Connor. Derek. <laughs> Derek. Tommy. Um, Tommy. Um, <laughs> let's see, William. This is probably like a really easy question for like hardcore Hellraiser fans, but yeah, some people are right screaming at their yeah, radio. Yeah. Uh, you guys go? Yeah. Yes. It's Elliot Spencer. Oh, yes. Elliot. That doesn't yeah. sound like a scary name. <laughs> that sounds like the guy from uh, Lauren Orr's Special Victims Unit. Aww. <laughs> bum, bum. Have you guys seen that, like, the viral video of, like, everyone dancing to that theme song? It's hilarious. <laughs> I'll have to send it in the chat. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready for... Is it my turn? <gasps> bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 Is that a yes? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> in, in The Loved Ones. We've all oh. seen The Loved Ones, correct? No. It's no, okay. Steve hasn't. Oh, Steve hasn't? Okay, well, then I'll do a different one. You snooze, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question, though? See if I can get it. Okay. In the loved ones, what two letters encircled by our heart does Lola carve into the chest? Of... Oh, did, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure Sam asked this question. Right? Someone asked it before. Yeah, it's like her dad's initial or her mom's or something. It's her initials, L.S. It's... Lola Stone. All right, well, one second, folks. We get it. Call an audible here. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? See, that's a different <laughs> Sam. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In in signs. What turns out? Water. Water. Yes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. How did you guys know? What else would you ask? Signs. That's like so. books are in the graveyard three you got it damn oh yeah all right so are you guys I feel like getting that question right takes away all the weeks that i haven't watched a horror film all right, all right you guys need to be exact for this answer okay oh god jedi two in, the, in host what's the one in-law rule uh, no porn hub in the dining room. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> I, almost said, I almost said living room. Yeah, no, it was dining room. No porn hub in the dining room. Nice. Da, da, da. 
Is it my turn again? Thanks. Do the last one. All right. Wow. This is some pressure. I better come up with a good one then. All right. What is the phrase Wendy finds repeatedly typed in the entire manuscript? I'll play Oregano, play Mix Jack a Dull Boy. That's right. Yeah. Correct. Are you just pulling these out of your ass? Yes. (laughs) Gosh. Yes. We were on a six hour drive. We didn't have time today, you know, or yesterday, so. You know what? I just pulled my ass. I wiped my own ass. (laughs) What's that from? (laughs) Um, Big Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Not horror related. I'm sorry. All right. uh, That is it for tonight. No, no, no. Sam's got her last one, doesn't she? Yeah, she did. Three. Yeah, three, she three. Is. Three. Oh, okay. We are good. All right. Mm, my reign of terror continues. Yes, Todd. You did. You received four points tonight to go to 59 points. Mm. Mm-hmm. Steve with one point tonight. Steve, come on, man. Maybe two. I'm, I'm, I'm reviewing one. Points. I'm getting. I'm getting in Steve's head. <laughs> uh, Joe with four points tonight to go to 43 points. Um, there is a discrepancy though. I gave both me and Todd a point each on that, so someone is going to gain a gain or lose a point. Well, someone's going to lose a point on that one uh, based on the tapes, so we shall see. Uh, and Sam got two points tonight to go to 36 so currently we have 59 47 43 and 36 all right in the criminal justice system <laughs> what we got horror news yes mm. all righty i need a brain cleansing all righty todd i put this specifically in for you i don't yes. know if you've heard about this yet but evil dead and evil dead 2 are getting a 4K Steelbook combo pack this September. It is going to be a Best Buy exclusive and will be released on September 29th. Mm. I'm assuming you do not know this. I didn't know about that one, but they do have 4K Steelbooks of Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. But not a combo. This is a combo pack, though, so I'm... Sending a picture of it right now to you, Todd, while in the group chat, so you can take a look at that if you would like at your leisure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Art classic art. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um, next bit of news here is a big, big piece of news as Courtney Cox has officially signed on to play Gail Weathers in the new Scream movie. Uh, Scream 5, uh, which I'm sure will be the official title since none of the other ones have really had alternative titles. So, yeah, she has signed on. Uh, I think David Arquette, right, has also signed on, if I'm not mistaken, that we're reporting yeah, on. Yeah, he has. So Nev, right? I don't think Nev has officially signed on yet, but she, you know she's coming. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like a lot of the original cast is coming back for Scream 5. Of course, going to be directed by Radio Silence, uh, who we actually interviewed uh, for our Ready or Not episode. So you can go back and listen to that as well. And hopefully we can get them on for um, this upcoming Scream episode as well. But yeah, really excited, exciting news. Uh, I'm glad they're bringing back the original cast. And Matthew Lillard has come out and put his ring in the hat. He wants to 
um, reprise a role his somehow. Ring and hat. His hat, uh, hat and ring. I'm sorry. <laughs> like. um, yeah. Uh, so we shall see. But yeah, it's it, that's uh, great news for Scream fans. Absolutely. I want to get a leather shirt. Get a leather shirt. Yeah. What, what would it be? Her face, like Scream One, Gail With Weathers. The, oh, the band. Oh, okay. So that what's that? Scream Two? Is that Scream Two, Gail Weathers? Or Scream Three, Gail Weathers. Me, I can't remember. I think it's two or three. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, all right. Next bit of news here is: Have you guys seen Mimic? Do you guys remember Mimic? In the 90s. A long time ago. Nineties. Yes. Were you guys big? Were you guys fans of it? I was a big fan of Mimic. I don't remember. It was like I I'm thinking of. Great creature feature. Mm-hmm. Well, interestingly enough, out of nowhere, um, Paul Anderson uh, is developing a, min- a mimic television series. Uh, so, if you are a fan uh, of the mimic movie, it uh, this is big, big news. Uh, so, mimic revolves around genetically engineered insects who evolve, developing the ability to mimic their human human prey and the race to stop them from taking over. Uh, so no other really details uh, currently, uh, but actually, th- actually I forgot about this. This that was, uh, Mimic was directed by Guillermo del Toro, oh. which I completely forgot about. Uh, but a great movie, and it is going to be coming to TV soon. So uh, we will guys. Station, I like network. Uh, nothing officially like announced or anything like that. Just that it's getting developed into a TV series. So keep an ear out on the show, and we will uh, update you as it comes. All right, next bit of news. This one is for Sam and for you Halloween enthusiasts as Nestle Tollhouse are releasing Hocus Pocus cookie dough for this Halloween season. You know, Joe, I was excited until I saw that it was oatmeal cookies. It is. It is going to be oatmeal peanut butter cookie dough. Why? Uh, The Sanderson sisters Mm. are going to be featured on the cover of these cookies um that's really the only i guess way this ties into hocus pocus cookies anything to sell a book i guess uh but they are spooky colored uh m&ms on there uh so yeah so for you uh lovers of any and all things halloween keep an eye out for the hocus pocus cookies coming soon you don't like oatmeal i like oatmeal cookies not bad. i mean no that's like you oatmeal is only when like that's all you have in the house or that's all that someone left at the party Mm. all right all right all right next bit of news is another big piece of news here as antebellum which was a supposed to be a big horror release coming out this year is not going to be coming to theaters but we'll be getting a home release this September. Yes, one of the biggest horror releases of the year is going to be getting a home release. So great news for us horror fans. It is going to now hit digital on September 18th. So I think this is definitely one we will be uh, covering. Uh, the first big movie release that was supposed to be coming out that will finally uh, we'll finally be able to get our eyes on. So uh, very, very exciting news for Antebellum. I know Sam was really excited for that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I think, did we cover the trailer? I'm not sure if we did or not on the show. But Why do you think they, I don't know. I, I keep confusing that one with Antlers. I think I'm excited for Antlers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Antebellum looks great as well. Uh, I think produced by Jordan Peele. I think mm-hmm. that's a Jordan produced Peele one, Antebellum. So yeah, go check out the trailer if you don't know yet. 
Alrighty, next bit of news here is uh, Firestarter. Fans? Firestarter. A Firestarter. Uh, the director teases an upcoming Stephen King adaptation of Firestarter will, is going to be written by the Halloween Kills writer. So we are going to be getting a Firestarter remake coming up, uh, direct, uh, produced by Blumhouse. So, uh, of course, Firestarter stars uh, star Drew Barrymore. Uh, based on King's classic novel, the story fo- follows a young girl who develops pyrokinetic abilities and is abducted by a secret government agency that wants to harness her powerful gift as a weapon. So, yeah, should be pretty interesting. I think that's a that's actually a good one for a remake. That one could be really interesting, and I'm excited to see who they get to play the lead role. Uh, next bit of news is Shudder has officially announced they have upped the Cursed Films series for a second season. So if you were a fan of season one, which I think we discussed a little bit on what watched, I think it was lacking a little bit, um, but not a terrible show. Uh, but if you were a fan, it is going to be getting a second season. And uh, last which one, which one did you say? Uh, Cursed Films. Did you watch any of those, Todd, on oh, Shutter? I didn't. No, yeah, I didn't. we did. We did? Yeah, we watched the mm-hmm. Poltergeist episode. And we watched uh, the Exorcist oh, episode. Oh, it's like a docu series. Yeah, yeah, the docu series. Yeah, so I know Steve watched it as well. I did. Yeah, it's uh, I, I don't know what movies I'll do though. They kind of did all the big ones in the first season, so. Yeah. Right. I uh, guess we'll see. Uh, all right, and last but certainly not least, I actually had this in my horror news, so I just wanted to once again mention it. A uh. Rest in peace, because I guess we didn't mention this on the show yet until I kind of spoiled it with uh, my Thing thing. But yes, uh, the Thing actor, Wilfred Brimley, did pass away. He was 85 years old. Um, Just, you know, a lot of iconic stuff. You know, horror fans will know him, obviously, from the Thing. But, you know, he was, you know, in a lot of other stuff. Uh, The Cocoon, another one. And uh, obviously his uh, diabetes commercials was also a big one people knew about. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, a very memorable uh, actor and just, uh, yeah, he will be missed. 85 uh, years old. Rest in peace to Wilfred Brimley. Rest in peace. Did a lot of cons too. I always saw him at a con. Never met he, him. Though. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I never had the chance to meet him. But yeah. And that is it for horror news. Bummer. Hi guys. Hey Caroline. Hi Teddy. Let's do a shot after us. Hey everyone, get in. Three, two, one. Have you ever done anything like this before? I've never done this over Zoom. Obviously, we're not physically together, but there's no reason why spirit can't communicate over the internet. Nothing's gonna happen. Visualize us sitting in a circle. Spirit, we invite you to use us to pass on any communication. Is there anyone there? Please come forth. What was that? Amy, was that you? I heard it. No, I heard something. I think there's something here. Emma, oh, funny. Oh. 
we've connected with something. We gotta keep going. We gotta talk to it. This is not good. I told you not to disrespect the spirits. It could be something Emma, turn the filters off. Come on. Um, okay, so currently streaming on Shutter is 2020's host and is about a group of friends that are in lockdown just like we all have been this year. Um, so they hold Zoom conferences just to hang out. And um, one, of the, one of the nights, one of the ladies picks the event to be a group seance held over the internet in the Zoom call. So they get like uh, the girl that wants to do a seance, they get her friend to come in. I guess she's an experienced medium. And all of her friends and her decide to do some kind of seance. Um, but things start going wrong right away. And one of the girls breaks the rules that the girl said right at the beginning is, do not disrespect the the uh, the spirits, you know, play nice and things like that. And of course, the girl makes up a huge lie about making, she's making it up that she's feeling a presence. And then she makes up a story who the presence is. She starts saying it's a, it's a, a kid from her school that committed suicide. But then it turns out that that was just a lie. But when the lady figures that out, she says, well, you like you fucked up. Like if you create a lie during these things, then any spirit can come in and take the form of that lie. And like that's like a gateway for the bad spirit, like a demonic force or whatever, to get into the seance and start fucking things up. Um, yeah, so we're joined by these people and we never leave the computers. We're always watching somebody. It's filmed entirely through the computer, through a Zoom session. And that's it. Um, let's see, whose idea mainly was it to watch this one? Mm, I think we kind of all agreed on it, because I think Steve might have mentioned it first. I know that Joe's heard good things about it. Yeah, well, Steve, why don't you take it away? Uh, um, be, you know, be warned, we're going to spoil it, everybody, so if you want to watch the movie, go watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of people are talking about this movie all of a sudden. And not just like the usual suspects of the horror community, but I'm seeing people uh, that I follow in more mainstream media also talking about it, which is odd for a horror film. So uh, it's cool that a horror film is getting so much attention. And uh, that's why I thought we should review it. Uh, So my thoughts about it are uh, I liked it. Um, There are some really good scares uh, in this film. Uh, I watched it with my wife and she was really into it as well. And she doesn't usually like this type of movie. Uh, she absolutely hated Unfriended, so uh, I was surprised that she liked this one. Yeah, uh, uh, it was it was good too because I felt like it's one. Of, it's kind of like Blair Witch. You kind of have to put yourself as if you're on the call with them. You know, kind of in a in a bubble. If it's a movie that you're you have the lights on and you're playing with your phone and stuff, I don't think you'll get into it as much. But mm-hmm. if you actually watch it and take away all the distractions, I think. It's a better experience, so that's something that uh, you should take note if you haven't seen it. Um, I think the setups were a little obvious at times. Uh, there were scenes like uh, one of the characters would go into a dark room to investigate a noise, and then all of a sudden just like turn around and go back to her Zoom call so someone else can have her moment. But she's in that room where the noise happened, so like, are you scared? Are you not? I don't understand. So there were some obvious setups. 
But overall, I think uh, there's a lot of good things about this film. Uh, it was made completely, you know, kind of within the guidelines of everything that's happening with COVID. And I feel this is how you make a COVID horror film. Corona, Corona Zombies was not how you made a COVID <laughs> horror film. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it overall. And I look forward to discussing some of the more, uh, I guess, details of the film. Yeah, I uh, I mirror that. Um, I enjoyed it a lot as well. Um, it's actually it's a perfect length too. Fifty six minutes is like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't out where it's out where it's welcome. Out where, but you know what I mean. It doesn't get like over the top and like just become boring because it can't because it's only fifty six minutes. Um, that being said, some parts do drag a bit, um, but mostly in the beginning, like when it gets going, it gets going and it doesn't stop, which I I mm. loved. Um, but yeah, with Steve, I agree to you know with these movies. Um, this one, I think a little bit worse because like when, it, with found footage, you're always questioning like, okay, like, are we really, do we really still have the camera on? And it, and at least in Blair Witch, they're doing like a documentary. So it makes sense that they're recording. Um, but with this, especially in the beginning, like the right in the beginning where she hears a noise and it turns out to be your friend. Why would you take the laptop down the hallway? It, it just doesn't make any That's sense. That's what I said, Todd. I was like, this is yeah. going to be dumb because I didn't like that. Yeah. And I, I believe me, I understand why they have to do it because that's the movie. Yeah. But you gotta have, a, I think, a different kind of excuse. Like she, sorry, she could have put the laptop down to where it's facing her, and mm-hmm. she's checking it out, picks it back up, and then sets it back down to go to the other side. But I yeah. Agree. Um, or even like it's in the later parts of it too. Like, I don't know, make some excuse where your laptop's the only source of light, you know, so you're taking it around instead of just pointing it around corners just to get, like, a jump scare. But, um, I mean, other than that, you kind of have to do that in this movie, so I understand, but it was still a bit distracting sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I mirror, mirror a lot of what you guys say. Um, I Overall, I really liked this movie. Um, I definitely had some problems with it, and some of my biggest problems were what you just said, Todd, is that it breaks the cardinal rule of found footage movies. And that is what is the reason that they still have the camera on, um, which my biggest fault, I'll wait, I'll save it until we get into spoilers. Um, Cause there was one scene towards the end where I'm like, there's no way that would have like ever happened um, in real life. And it, it, dro- it actually dropped the movie a whole point for me because it, like, just pissed me off. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to the positive. Uh, yeah, I think this is a really fun, spooky movie. Um, I think it's the perfect turn the lights out, you know, snuggle up with your significant other type horror movie. I mean, the movie knows exactly what it is it wants to be, and it knows exactly what it wants to do, and that is just, you know, scare you. Um, and most of the scares are pretty effective and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, uh, for a movie that really doesn't have much of a budget, it, you know, they, you know, they hit it well and they did great stuff with it and they did put some effects in there and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun watch, especially around these times and, you know, obviously adding the whole Corona thing to it. Um, it's a nice little time capsule and, uh, yeah, overall a pretty fun one. Um, I agree with everything else that's been said. Um, I thought it was scary. There were a few good, uh, jump scares. I was clenching my 
pillow tight and hiding and yelling at Joe saying, I'm scared. Yeah. Um, we did watch it with the lights out. Halfway well, through. Well, halfway yeah. through, yeah. Um, I liked that it was only 50-something minutes long. I liked all the characters. It was a good watch. Yeah, this movie would not be nearly as good if they tried to stretch this to 90 minutes. Ew, no. Like, there's no way. Like, it was the perfect length. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially just with, like, everyone living life on Zoom Mm -hmm. and having your friend hangouts and just switching up the normal video chat with everyone. Yeah. I liked it. Mm Mm-hmm. One thing I may have missed, was there a reason they did this seance, or was it just kind of to get out of the boredom of quarantine? They didn't say why. Yeah, there wasn't like no, a, I, that, thought, I didn't know if there was a specific... It was that exactly. What was that? Yeah, she she just said, um, Haley, the main girl, said it was like basically something to do. like yeah. you know, Just to make, make something special out of like instead of just chatting on Zoom. Got it. I don't fuck around with that stuff, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever like had an act like done a thing out there? Hell no. I know Sam, you did something, didn't you? I call me out. Because you told your story, and I think it's a good story for this episode. Which one? I have a few. Your Ouija board one. No. Say it. No. Say it. Because it's like the more I tell it, it just doesn't sound real, but it was real. I think I've said it before. You may have. No, I'm in a darkened room. I'm in the mood to get creeped out. So do it. I've said it before. Well, quick story. So, um, like in sixth, was it sixth grade? Yeah. Sixth grade, like the Ouija board was popular to like me and my friends. Like it was a thing where everyone plays the Ouija board. Um, so we would play all the time and we played like every day. Like we were obsessed with it. That's all we talked about at school. Once school <laughs> was done, we'd go run over to Megan's trailer and go play it. And shout out to Megan Schneider, if you're listening. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> um, so we played all the time, but then it got, like, spooky to where we were like, if it's really a ghost, move this. If it's really this, do that. And we also played Jenga a lot, and so we asked the Ouija board <laughs> to move a Jenga block, and it did. We asked it to move a Post-it note, and it did. And then it started, like, when I was asking questions, it started spelling out something that, like, happened to me when I was a kid. Not the story. I told you guys a different story. Um, It started, like, spelling that out on the board. And, like, all my friends were, like, what? And they were, like, really, like, shocked by it. And I was, like, because obviously I'm not spelling out this thing on the Ouija board or whatever. Only you would have known it. Only I would have known it. Thank you, Joe. Um, so it just got really scary to where it started haunting us and just like a lot of bad things started happening. And then we ended up breaking it, which you're not supposed to do. Of course, we ended up breaking it. And then we put it in my friend's trash can. And the next day after school, it was like a whole Ouija board again. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a thing where like her mom or anything would have bought a new one. Like at the time, it's like our moms were like, don't be breaking shit. You ain't going to get anything else. Um, so it was just really frightening, and, like, I'll just never... That's its own horror movie right there. Yeah, it, re- it really was. It was, like, really scary. It, like, haunted me for so long, and I was like, I'll never play a Ouija board again, and I haven't. So so when you were playing the game, um, was that the only time it would move shit around, or would, like, you know, days later you'd be in your room and something would fall or something like that? Well, it was mostly when we were all playing the game, and then my bed used to shake a lot. Oh, when I was, no. Yeah. I, 
like I've lived in multiple places where my bed would shake a lot and so it wasn't just like a thing of where like oh it's probably the washer and dryer in the house that's making the bed shake um so I, it would just be really weird and um well you're pretty in tune like I you can edit this out if you don't want to talk like if you don't want people yeah. to know this but like Sam has like she like we'll be laying in bed and she will be like there's someone in the corner I don't like it and like it's really like I don't think Joe believed me at first until like I started visiting him because his mom's really in tuned with like spirits and ghosts and she has a lot of people that will try to communicate with her to tell people that are in the uh like human world and stuff and there there's been like two people that I've seen at Joe's parents house like there was a woman who was in like um Oh, like a, I don't know what time error it was, but like she had her hair pinned back and she was wearing like a white apron and I saw her and his mom was like, oh, is it the lady with the apron on? And I was like, yeah, with her hair pinned back. And she was like, oh, she doesn't mean any harm. And then uh, Joe used to stay in the basement and I would always have to walk through to go to the bathroom. And it was like scary as shit. Like even when I first started going there, I was like, Joe, there's like spirits in your house. I don't like it. And uh, I would always see this little boy, like, sitting on the, like, he would kind of sit on his legs, like, with his legs curled up to his chest, like, he was hiding. He would always be, like, running back and forth in the laundry room or whatever. So when I would go to the bathroom, I would see him. And then his mom was like, oh, don't let the little boy scare you. He just likes to play downstairs. And I was like, I do do see him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just, I try not to go I try not to like focus into it a lot like it I could probably I don't know I just I'm like okay I believe in you I know you're there so you don't have to like haunt me or hurt me to prove yourself but I try to like just acknowledge them so they don't hurt me and then it's like you do you I'll do me <laughs> so I have uh, various follow-up questions here <laughs> I'm sorry to get off track here and He's like, like God damn it, guys. <laughs> no this is good I think it's good stuff um in response to you seeing stuff in in your apartment, Joe, do you ever see or feel the same things? No, I don't. Like, never seen or heard. Don't. No, 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 no. Uh, and I think I personally think you, you kind of have to be in tune, right? Like I think certain people like feel something or like have that sixth sense, like, and I just don't have it. And my mother has always told me because my, and that's why, like, I, you know, like even though I'm not really a skeptic, even though I've never seen anything, because my mother, as long as I've known, and it used to scare the absolute shit out of me as a child when she would talk about it, and I would be like, no, no, no. Like, I remember I was a little kid, and I, it would terrify me when she would, like, start talking about it. And, you know, and now, but, you know, and I used to just be like, I don't know what my mom's trying to do. But then now then Sam, later in life, tells me the same thing. And I'm like, well, some people, I guess, have that gift. Um, so... So yeah, I mean, I just I don't yeah. I don't get those feelings. I don't Your ever like really see anything. It. Sure, I've been at places where I felt like uneasiness or anything or something like that, but I just I personally have never experienced it. But I I definitely believe um, that people certain people do see like mm. other see those things. Follow up <laughs> question: Do you think Sam that I mean, do you remember? a time when you didn't have that or did it happen do you think because of the Ouija board thing like now you're no, looking into it before the Ouija board like um like as early as four or five years old like oh that's used too to, early 
<laughs> it is early. Yeah. Like I used to wake up and I would see, um, like it sounds so cheesy now because with how popular Pennywise is, but like at the end of my bed, there would always be this monkey that had those symbol things like sit on my bed. And then there was always a red balloon and I would just like wake up yelling and I'd be like, mom, mom, mom. And I would have to yell forever. And then she'd finally come in and I'm like, can I just get a glass of water? Cause I didn't want her to freak out over it. And I always had, I had to sleep with my mom until I was about maybe like, I don't know. I was really old, <laughs> like maybe like 10 or 12, just because I was so afraid of the dark and sleeping alone. Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just really like bad nightmares. And like, I would just see things in the dark. I don't know. I just, it was really scary. Follow-up question. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you had one, you, you mentioned that you'll acknowledge them so they don't feel like they have to be mean to you. Mm -hmm. However, do you ever have some that are, trying to scare you and if so why or what do they do not that they're trying to scare me just that they're like their energy is bad maybe just because of what has happened in their life mm -hmm. um and it's just like I feel very like um uneasy or like I feel like I'm the only one in my apartment or whatever but then there's like 20 other people like that's how um I'm trying to describe it like that's how the energy feels that there's like it's so strong that there's like 20 strangers that I don't know that are watching me and I can't do anything because I can't see where they're at. Um, but there's not, I'm just like, leave me alone. And I'll say that. And then I don't like, sometimes I'll have to sleep with the light on. Cause if Joe, Joe goes to work at night, so I'm here by myself, but sometimes I'll just sleep with the lamp on if I feel like there's something around and I'll try to watch something really happy just so I can focus on something cheerful. And I, I can actually piggyback off that in a way um, because within about probably five years, maybe a little bit longer than that, my mother, um, someone came to my mother and asked her to try to contact someone for her. And, um, you know, it was one, I won't go into like who it was or anything, but it was like a, a family member. They asked her to contact someone for her. Um, and, um, he was not a good person that they wanted to contact and he ended up my mom like said it was the, one of the worst experiences of her life that he would basically torment her like he would like scream in her face and like call her terrible names like this spirit like and she said it was like it was terrifying he would like just come out of nowhere and like go right up into her face and like scream at her threaten her say like the worst things ever um, and it, it really disturbed her and, uh, she finally got him away, but she said it took a long time. I remember how do you, how do you get someone away? Like, I don't know. I, I don't go, I don't, I didn't really ask her like how you do stuff like that, but, um, yeah, you should have her on. <laughs> yeah. See, see, these stories are scaring me more than any horror movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's out. like, you know, you can be a skeptic, but when it's someone that's like, close to you or like yeah. someone that you know like my own mother like I don't she's a completely normal person like I don't you know like yeah. she's you know she doesn't have mental issues she's not yeah. psychotic so like when I hear stuff like that and when Sam tells and I will say like when Sam like tells me like I guess maybe just because I'm more of an adult now and I've heard it before it doesn't like scare me anymore like when she says she sees someone in the corner I'm just mm -hmm. like okay it's okay like we'll be fine like they're not gonna hurt us so, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think it might be a woman slash 
mother thing because my mom has seen my great grandfather twice. Yeah. And it's always been a, it's been around me. Um, one time I was sick, and my mom went to go. I don't know what she did, and she came back and he was like over me, and he said, "Oh, he'll be all right." To her. Um, and then another time I was driving in another car and she looked in the back seat because she's in another car and grandfather was sitting between me and my sister. Wow. Um, so it might be a woman thing. Yeah. Um, well, I, my last house I lived in, um, it was built. So like I, at the time I didn't think about it, but like looking back on it now, I'm like, I, my house was probably definitely haunted because I, I, so it was built in the 1860s. Uh, so definitely. It was a very, very old house. And I remember my mother telling me, like, when she went there, she, like, walked in the first time, and she said she looked up because um, we had a uh, – it was kind of like a uh, – I don't even know how to explain it, but the bedroom looked down into the dining room, so there was a balcony up there. And she said when she walked in, she looked up, and there was, like, three people up there, like a husband, a wife, and a child, like, looking down on her. And she never told me this until I moved out. <laughs> but um, Yeah, um, but – like after she told me this, I was like, this all made sense. So, and I mean, I didn't even think it did. This did not even creep me out at the time, but thinking back on it, I'm like, that's pretty creepy. So the, um, the TV used to turn on by itself at, uh, like when we would go to bed and it would happen at least once a week. And I just attributed it to like, Oh, maybe the remote was stuck or something like that, but it happened at least once a week. Uh, the doorbell on more than one occasion rang at two or three in the morning, um, which absolutely, the first time it happened, it absolutely terrified me. Like I was thinking like stranger shit, um, but that happened. And then um, this ha- also happened twice. Uh, picture frames fell off the wall in the middle of the night. So I woke up to the sound of shattered glass and I thought someone was breaking into my house. So thinking back on it now, I'm like, yeah, the house is probably haunted. Mm-hmm. I, you're, I mean, clearly your mother wasn't afraid, but that would have, if I, yeah, I don't know if I can move into that house. <laughs> um, well, she says she, I mean, I mean, I think she says like every house has something in it, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, know, we have, we live in a brand new apartment and you've seen something here, Sam, haven't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, so they're everywhere. Spirits are everywhere. Well, that was really weird because I was seeing a guy and then like a week later we found out um, one of our old neighbors down the hall had passed away. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was him, but it was. I just felt like the timing was really close. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, ever converse with them uh, besides saying stop or whatever? No, I really don't. Just because it, like, with it being so scary since I've been so young, I just don't, like, it's not as scary now because I try just to, like, keep that window kind of closed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my mother always told me, she said, everyone has that ability, mm-hmm. but you're just going to learn how to open it. And nah. she was like, and she was like, I can teach you. She was like, I can teach you. I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I remember one of her, her first experiences was she told me that uh, she was very young. Well, she was like, she was with my dad. Uh, they were in their early, uh, you know, they got married at like 18, 19. So they were around that age and they were living in an apartment complex and she woke up and there was a guy um, in the bathroom going through the drawers or something like that. Mm-mm. And she found out like a, a guy like hung himself in that bathroom. Yeah. Oh, God. That's like, the, that's the stuff that scares me mm-hmm. is like 
I don't know. Like my eyes are already watering because <laughs> that it's just really. I've I've had like three or four maybe encounters. I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. um, two of them were extremely scary, and they're actually recent with like in the last 15 years or so it was um twice with my ex-girlfriend before my wife and i had are you guys familiar with like in the old hag with yeah what? like the yeah. like the old fairy tale type oh not fairy tale myth or whatever. yeah I, I i guess loosely i might have it wrong but like if you're this is old hag spirit thing that will torment you if you're kind of with the wrong person i think i might be completely wrong um but anyway, at my parents' house, um, me and my girlfriend were sleeping in my bed. Um, and then the door knob just started rattling and it was closed, just rattling ta -ta 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 -ta, like in a horror movie, you know? Yeah. Bop, 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 bop. And then it just slowly opened and you can clearly see in the hall. And it wasn't my fucking parents, you know what I mean? And it just creaked open. Um, that was a fucking frightening one. And then another time I was sleeping, you know, with my head down on my pillow, you know, back of the head to the pillow. And there was maybe like a typical bed, like a two inch gap from your head to the wall. Um, and then underneath my pillow, it felt like a hand was grabbing my the back of my head and trying to like pull me down. Oh my God. That one was fucking terrifying. And then like a couple like, um, like randoms, like I was at the Queen Mary one time and I felt something, but that was about probably the only time I ever felt something in the Queen Mary, like allegedly haunted ship. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's scary, yeah. but I, I can't imagine your I like, stuff. I was like, Steve's quiet over there, but I know he he's like dealt. With Steve it. has he's some terrible ones. The show. He's had like ghostly yeah. like encounter, or his family has. Steve's grandparents, yeah, I'll, lady in white. Fuck. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you. I'll tell you a quick one, just to kind of cap off this segment, yeah. impromptu segment. Yeah, um, it really has been. We were talking about a movie, and then it went. Because yeah. <laughs> um. You guys were talking about like women maybe being more in tune with this stuff than uh, others. When I was a kid, um, my parents brought my sister and I to my grandparents' house, which is about an hour and a half um, from where we lived. And my grandparents' house is like super haunted. I talked about it in past episodes. And so that we drove there the hour and a half. My grandparents weren't there though. I think they were on vacation or something. And uh, as when we got there, you know, it's been an hour and a half. Two kids in the car. Uh, my dad brought me, like, for a walk, you know, just to kind of, I guess, walk off whatever bad attitude I probably had in the car. And my mom was unpacking, and my sister, who was just, like, two, two and a half, three years old, just starting to talk, went into one of the rooms, sat down in front of the, um, a rocking chair, and started talking to the rocking chair. Wow. And my mom, who's unpacking, goes to the room, and she's like, what are you doing? She says, I'm talking to the old lady in the rocking chair. Oh, oh. Hell no. <laughs> and then the rocking chair just started slightly like rocking. <laughs> Not a word of a lie. She nice. grabbed my sister, repacked, waited for me and my dad to come back, and they drove right back home. Wow. <laughs> it didn't even stay the uh, more than like tw 20 minutes in, uh, in yeah. that house. And then, so that was my sister. Uh, her daughter, my niece, uh, a few years ago, maybe five years ago, uh, she never met my grandmother, not the same grandmother from that house, but my other grandmother. So she never met her. My sister never really talked about her or anything, didn't have the greatest relationship. And she passed away. And one day, she had my niece, two, two and a half, three, also just starting to talk. And they're hanging out outside on their deck. And she's, she starts talking to, like, nothing. 
And she was like, Mia, who, who are you talking to? She said, Nanny, which is what we called our grandmother. Mm. And that kind of freaked out my sister. And she said, don't say that. That's really not cool. And she says, well, can I ask one question? She's like, sure. Why is she smoking? And there's no way she would know that my grandmother used to smoke. Yeah. Like, there's no context for that at all. She, like, the fact that she knew what smoking was is just, and that creeped my sister out so bad. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy, like, how people are in tune to that stuff. Yeah, well, my, my son, sorry to keep going with this, but my, <laughs> uh, my son actually described my wife's either grandfather or great-grandfather and he's from mexico obviously they never met him and he, he passed away years and years ago and it just came up and he's like well i mean what does it look like oh it's you know a nice guy with a big black mustache and then pulled out a picture and it was him <laughs> so um i don't know we believe in like guardian angels and things like that so my mom yeah. thinks grandpa max the guy she saw a couple times is mine and then we think i forget his name but it's my sons and i don't know man it's fucking creepy but uh, nice. It can be nice, but then it's also yeah. super scary. So I don't know um, how to back into the movie now. <laughs> um. Anyway, so, uh, they're having a seance, and let's go into spoilers here. Um. I fuck. I don't even know how to get back into it. Um. <laughs> things start happening. Like chairs start moving around, and then they like. Okay, so it, the girl lies about making up a story about a classmate of hers hanging themselves. So the spirit takes over that. And then they start seeing like one girl sees like a guy hanging. Um, and then that's, I guess when it starts getting good. Uh, I, yeah, I can't get back into it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, so they're all together. They get on with this uh, kind of medium and she's like, at first she's trying to contact these spirits and one of the girls is playing along without actually feeling anything. And then the medium all of a sudden, like, leaves the call. And I don't know if you guys noticed. I only watched, noticed on my second way through. But she gets hit by something. She gets attacked. Yeah, she gets attacked. And it's very quick. Like, I had to pause. Oh, like, I had to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, I know. It's, it's like, really a, a split second. I had to pause and, like, kind of. That's a, that's a question I have, actually. Like, that wasn't explored ever again. No, she never comes back. No, do we? Yeah, she never comes back. Period. Right? We never see no, her again. No. She gets on the she gets on the phone, but doesn't come back visually. Does yeah. she, but does she come back on the phone? Well, yeah, right. Mark? No, that's true. Or is it? Or is, is it this demon? Else? Or is it Jack? Isn't that his name? Uh, well, it's a it's all a mask. Well, right? I know, say, but... Uh, but yeah. Yeah. So that's when all this stuff starts happening. Uh, we get. The first, like, big thing that happens is the main girl gets her chair pulled, like, across the room. And the girls are like, no, you're fucking around, too. She's like, no, there's no way that I would have done that. And then another girl sees a body hanging in her attic, which she uses, like, a selfie stick to see. And then that's when stuff really gets, like, happening. And it happens kind of all the girls. At first, it's one at a time. But eventually, it's, like, all of them kind of at the same time. And it's... It's crazy. Like a lot of really unexpected stuff too. Um, the way that they're disposed, I guess you could say, is uh, pretty crazy. Like one of the girls uh, falls off from like the second floor onto like a table, and it's it's crazy. Like, what do you guys think of the kills in this? Yeah, why I think did... they're I think they're 
perfect. Like they're just like enough where it's not like over the, over top, the top or anything yeah. like that. Like it's I, they're done very well. Why did the guy get it though? That was so unfair. Because he, was, <laughs> he, he came back into the call. I guess once you come into that call, like it opens a doorway. It opens the doorway to your place. Hmm. Yeah, he gets lit on freaking fire, and yeah. like one of the scariest things happens to him first. Like when it's on the stairs, that fucking freaked me out. Yeah. And, and then when he's walking, like the the picture I showed you of like the demon thing has its hand over his face, that freaked me out. Yeah, yeah. that freaks me out. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, they showed just enough of this demon. Like I feel like they didn't like do it over the top. Like I, I think it was like yeah. the perfect. Almost, yeah. I got scared when, like, um, was it Gemma? I don't know. I forget all their Cynthia, names. Cynthia, I don't know. Um, she went up the attic and she, like, has the selfie stick yeah. and she's taking her phone and, like, zooming it across. And you see, like, the legs dangling. Yeah. That freaks me out. I'll tell you, my absolute favorite scare in this movie is the, um, the filter face. Yeah. When she puts, when, yeah, it's like a creepy face she like you know she she has the camera facing the other way and there's that face just hanging out in the middle there and it's just like it almost looks like uh out like an alice sweet alice mask or something like that it's just like really creepy and i i just felt like that i loved that part and i think it was definitely the most effective for me it was the most effective scare i, I like when she throws the sheet and it catches uh, yeah, him towards yeah. the end there yeah, yeah. i, I the, the scariest part for me, though, were still the the glimpses, the three glimpses we got of the demon. Like, it fucking goosebumps yeah, yeah. every time. I was like, eee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but yep. my thing is, like, at the, when she, I can't remember her name, the one that joked about uh, talking to the spirit. I think that might be she Gemma. She goes to her friend's house, that's, that's breaks through, that's Gemma. Gemma goes to the main girl's house, breaks through her window, goes to the apartment, gets, like, dragged around, but somehow the main girl is still hiding under her desk. Like, and we yeah. see that she's there in the bedroom. Like, she just was chilling there the whole time. Okay. And so I have to interrupt you because this is where I say this movie breaks the cardinal rule of found footage movies. The end of this movie, when she breaks into the house, mm-hmm. right, she oh, yeah. gets knocked down. And it follows her. She grabs, she decides after all this, she grabs the laptop and films. Uh, yeah. That makes zero, absolutely zero sense. And I rolled my eyes. I said, you've got to be kidding me. Find a better way. Like, have the camera far away. Film the whole thing that way. Uh, that this that knocked this movie down like a, almost like a whole point for me. Because I was like, that just makes zero fucking sense, mm-hmm. like, to me. Um that and that broke one of the one of the cardinal rules. A found footage, a found footage movie is all about making sense of why they're still filming. Filming, you got, you know, the demon knocks you down, and the next thing you do is you pick up that laptop mm-hmm. and continue filming. No, nope. I'm sorry. I still, yeah. granted, I still like the movie. Don't get me wrong, but just that, just that was a a big no no for me. Yeah, they could have blur witched it when the camera falls and you see him in the corner chilling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do something better. Do something better there. Yeah, I, I think they wanted that final up close scare. Yeah, of course. I mean, and you, of course you do have to go with things. Of mm-hmm. course, I mean, cause it is, you know, and you know, but yeah, just for me, like, find a better way. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, uh, we said favorite. Want... We said favorite scare. Does anyone have a favorite kill? I think it's for me. It's the girl that goes uh, through the uh, the table. It table just, one. Like, because it came out kind of out of nowhere. Because mm-hmm. uh, her her phone or her computer drops first, and then all of a sudden in the background it's like, and that just like yeah. whoa, uh, it's effective. Mine is what's her face where she has the zoom background and it glitches and you see like in mm. real time she's getting her, yeah, face, her face smashed. That was it, pretty great. I yeah. hate that because you're like, oh, like she's literally dying and her friends don't know because of the zoom background <laughs> See, I, I think that like play with my like maybe showing my age a little bit because i had no idea you could like do that as a zoom mm-hmm. background like you can record like a previous thing you did or something like i had no idea and i was like oh okay i guess you can do that yeah. thing yeah mm-hmm. um i think the guy gets set on fire that was just brutal like Your that guy? was yeah yeah i agree with that one fire guy <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong man poor fucker Paul's girlfriend. Was, I mean, uh, none of them did anything. None of them did yeah. anything wrong, technically. I guess besides the girl who said the fake story to bring the demon in in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I would have liked a little more backstory on the demon, maybe. No. Like maybe not backstory, but just like I don't know, like a little something more to like. I don't know. You would I mean, have to have the medium like survive a little bit longer than like, yeah. oh, you fucked up, you got whatever. Yeah. I but guess it maybe makes it scarier not knowing. We would have had an hour and a half film then if they did that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, uh, you guys want to get into some of the questions we got? Uh, sure. Yeah. A few of them. sure. Uh, it'll maybe spur some more conversations about the movie. Uh, the first one Still comes from out. Rise Horror Corner. Uh, I really enjoyed the movie a lot. Eight out of ten. If you guys were in that situation, who would last the longest out of all four of you? I would because I'm not doing it to begin with. <laughs> screw, you, screw you guys. That's one I'll thing I will not do. I'll, I'll give it to Sam because women are smarter than men, you know. I'd say me or Steve because like he's haunted and then I've had my haunted <laughs> oh, gosh. experiences. I yeah, I would never, I would never do Ouija board or seance or anything like that. See, I play with Ouija Especially board. Especially on Zoom, like no, like you're yeah. already trapped inside your house, like don't. I'd be the first. <laughs> I'd be the one getting my face smashed in there. Yeah. Um, all right. The next one comes from Horror Jake. He says, "Should have, should have been called Paranormal Activity Eight Quarantine." I like it though. <laughs> See, no, I, I actually disagree. I would say it should be called like Unfriended Three, because this, like, if you told me this was an Unfriended sequel, I'd be like, "Yep." Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Paranormal Activity was more the set cameras, like security cameras in the house, rather than yep. this. So it's a, but I'll, at least with that, like you said, Joe, uh, there's a reason for the footage to be on, right? It's just always on. Yeah. So in this, they needed to cheat to have to bring the camera kind of around to different places and stuff. So. Right. They did use the flower trick, like in Paranormal. Yep. No, they did. With the feetsies. Yeah. Um, all right, next question comes from Eric S. Content-wise, this felt very similar to the Unfriended movies. Do you think this concept of online video chat horror has potential to be expanded, or do you think it will feel like more of the exact same each time? I thought Host was well done, but didn't bring anything new to the table. 
Yeah, I I, yeah. I agree. I don't think it brought anything new to the table. It was pretty cut and dry. Like I said, I think this movie knew exactly what it wanted to be, and it did it well. Mm-hmm. And that's all that's all you can really expect out of a movie like this. I, I really don't think you can expand too much on it personally, but um, maybe prove me wrong. Yeah, I don't I don't know what other stories you can get really. I think the only one that works is like something like this. Yep. Or Maybe like, like dark, dark a slasher could be interesting. We've never seen like a slasher with this, right? Yeah, but then you have, then you would have to break your rule though, because like, yeah, were they were they getting chased around on their laptop still? Like, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what if you do it from the like perspective of the slashers? It's a group of slashers who like kind of um, live stream their attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. a movie. Uh, what was, was that a, movie called? Yeah, I did that already, right? I it was. Uh, was it called the Den? Uh, yeah, Den. Den was kind of like that. Yep, we watched that one. Remember Sam? I think it was on Netflix. Where like the girl, she's on uh, webcam like, talk- stuff. Yeah, it's like webcam, and then like the killers. She is. It's like uh, yeah, you've seen it. Oh, uh, she's like, like a YouTuber or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like a dark web kind of spin on yeah. it. Which is actually a pretty good movie. I like that one. It is good. Yeah, I think there, I think if there could be originality in this like kind of subgenre, but this one didn't really bring it. It just did what we've seen before. But I thought, well, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But I thought it did a little bit better than the Unfriended movies, in my opinion. Anyway, <clears throat> um, next one's from Jedi Mind 1207. He asked, "Which jump scares got you?" We talked about that. And then he asks, is this the best of 2020? Now, a lot of horror websites and mainstream websites are saying this is the best horror film of 2020. If I read correctly, at the time of this recording, it had 100% Rotten Tomato. Um, do you guys think this is the best film of 2020 so far? Or is it even in your top five? No, it might be in no. my top ten, but that's considering I haven't seen any many new releases. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. No, definitely not. De- my yeah. top one, no. De- uh, probably in my top ten. Definitely not in my top five. I don't. I, w- I don't expect it to be. I mean, I don't got to sit down and do my list, but yeah, I mean, top ten maybe. Top, top ten for sure for me. Um, I don't know where it sits right now though, in in the ranking. Yeah. But um, my my favorite one is still, Vivarium or the Lodge. The Lodge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, yeah, for me, it's not. It's not my best of 2020. Uh, I think it might be currently like at number five in my list, but I don't think it'll stay there. Uh, I do think it might stay in the top ten, though. It's very good, but not the the best film of 2020, in my opinion. So. It's good. So. And I think uh, that's where, like, the tomato meter's a bit flawed, what Rotten Tomatoes, because 100%, yeah, because I don't think it's a bad movie, and I think most people would say it's a good movie, but that's how the tomato meter does it. It's either it's a good movie or it's a bad movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I usually go by Meta- Metacritic, because it does, like, an actual, like, aggregate score rather than just, like, good or bad, so... Yeah, I agree, because just judging from what you guys said, it'd be 100% on our podcast, but it doesn't mean that it's, like, the best movie ever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Last question that we have is from Horror Fan Ryan. 
He says, do you prefer your paranormal style of movies to be like host or paranormal activity that's more technologically grounded or more old school like the Changeling and Poltergeist where it's just a haunted house? Mm. I, I, I think, think they all deserve their own place. I think so too, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think obviously you can do more with a traditional movie. Mm-hmm. Get, get away with a lot more stuff. Um, but yeah, I think this is a great example of this type of film, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a new subgenre, just like mm-hmm. found footage was uh, after Blair Witch. You know, it's uh, if you can find an original idea, it's it's effective because uh, one thing that if th- if it's done effectively in this format, I feel more connected to it than if it's done effectively in like a, a film format because mm-hmm. I can picture myself being on that Zoom call, or like I could picture myself being in the woods in Blair Witch, whereas if I'm watching the changeling sure it's like a good ghost film but i don't picture myself in that scenario because it's a film so i think it has its own merits but it depends on the idea like whatever whichever format your idea works better in, i think is the Mm -hmm. way to go yeah i think actually so i'm gonna say i think the perfect way to watch this movie is almost by yourself and if not by yourself just with one other person completely in the dark on your laptop because it really would put you in the mood, I think. Like, I think that, that's, like, almost the perfect way to watch this one. With, with a candle and a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. To really feel like you're there. And maybe a little yeah. trinket. Uh... Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I think mood is a big factor for this movie. If you're watching it with the lights on, I think, who said that? I think it was Steve. If you're watching this with the lights on, your phone on, this would knock the movie down, like, quite a lot. So You it, miss a lot of scares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all the questions we had. So thank you for everyone for those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, before we rate it, do you like Unfreded or this one better, people? I like, so I like Dark Web, the sequel to Unfriended yeah, better. Yeah, Dark Web. Yeah, but uh, this is way better than the first Unfriended, which I, I did like the first Unfriended too, actually, but I, I, this is a better version of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I personally like this one better. I think the scare has got me more in this one. And I don't know. I mean, the length also was like good. Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but I think this one tops it for me. I don't really remember the other ones. Like they all kind of blend in together. The first Unfriended is very similar to this one. Okay. Probably. Yeah. I like this one because it was actually scary and you cared about the people I thought. I liked so I go with dark web just because of the storyline. I like the storyline better in dark web just because I find dark like dark web stuff super fascinating. Super scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. scary too. Absolutely. D- d- dark web's the one where he buys like a laptop, right? He uh, steals he it. Buys, he he steals, yeah, right. He steals the laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But the no, twist. Yeah. The twist is he wanted it to be stolen. Right. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they're yeah. Uh, ratings. I give this one an eight out of ten. Wow. wow. Solid, solid film. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really I really like this one as well. Um, like I said, I I was at an eight. Um, and then they broke a big rule for me of just like like I said, the cardinal rule of just not making sense when you're using the camera work. Um and I said you have to down a full point, but you know what, this is better than a seven, so I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. Mm. Okay. Um, 
seven. And I'm right there with Todd. I give it an eight. I think it was very effective. And uh, although it wasn't like a perfect film, there are definitely some flaws. I enjoyed myself a lot and I watched it twice. And I was just in, as into it the second time as I was the first time. So and I just I watched it like within a week of each other. So, yeah, it was good. And I actually think I'd revisit this one, whereas not a lot of the films that we watch, I would necessarily revisit. So. Yes, Sam, I gotta say I'm shocked you gave it the lowest score because you were like seemed like legit scared when well, we were watching just when it. <laughs> Steve had just said something he said he sorry, I'm so tired. He said something about it was effective and I was like, Yeah, I mean I guess it really was. I think I should give it a higher score. <laughs> I guess maybe just because it doesn't have like a lot of bells and whistles that I felt like I need to give it a low score. Um it was scary and I would definitely tell everyone to watch it. Like it's a good yeah, I would movie. recommend like, watch, anyone. Watch it how yeah. Joe was saying. So I'll bump up my score. Oh. Um, I'll do a seven point. What did you do, Joe? I gave it a seven and a half. I'll do a seven point seven because I did. I I jumped a lot. You did. You were pretty scared. I was there. hiding behind my pillow. <laughs> I know. it. I I hope that they continue to make in short shorter films like this though. So. Like oh, yeah, fast paced. So much. Oh yeah, I was like so happy when I know we were, when I saw we were watching a movie that was under an hour. I was like, oh nice, like this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, cause sometimes like you, I mean, hour and a half, like oh this is kind of stretching, but you can get through an hour. I mean, obviously in an hour, but it was pretty quick, you know. Yeah, it was. It was nice. It was. It was like the like perfect, it. perfect length. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that more often. I would recommend this to anyone, like even non-horror fans. Like mm-hmm. if a non-horror fan asked me, like, what's a good like horror movie to watch? I'd be like, check out uh, this one. You know, it was you know done recently, and yeah, I, I think this is a universal one. I think because it's like it's exactly what you want out of a horror movie. It's creepy. It's mm-hmm. dark. There's ghosts and stuff. Like it's just like when you think a horror movie, this is kind of what you think of. So and it's and it's also relatable. Right, yeah, because totally. they're facing the same situation, and we all are. A lot of people have used Zoom. A lot of people hang out with their friends in that way. The way they were talking to each other felt genuine. You know, like I, I believe that these people were friends, and I think there's a lot to it. And I think it does appeal to a mass audience, which is probably why it's getting so much buzz everywhere. It's right. crazy, like the amount of buzz this movie is getting. It's just like all over the place. That's all I see on my Twitter timeline is about this movie. So. Mm-hmm. All right, well, recommended by us yeah, and everyone else. Yes. So next week, are we doing Shark Week? Shark Week. Chill. Yeah, so we're uh, look out for some uh, votes over on our social medias because we're going to do one serious shark film and one uh, not-so-serious shark film, and we're going to each pick one of each category and let you guys vote which ones you want us to review. Shark. Shark. <laughs> All right. cyst. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Don't get too scared. Tell us ghosts to leave you alone. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Pleasant <laughs> dreams.
close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. 